0: The Green Junkie. I'm your host Stephanie Moran, and today we're talking about eco guilt. It seems like a pretty hot topic and one that I'm very familiar with, as I have experienced lots of eco guilt on my sustainability journey. Before we get started, please remember to subscribe to my Green Junkie podcast on whatever platform you use. So what is eco guilt? According to the Urban Dictionary, it describes eco guilt as the feeling you get when you could have done something for the environment, but consciously made the decision not to. For me, it also means the feeling you get when you could have done something to help the environment, but didn't know how to make a better choice. You didn't know where to look for that eco-friendly product. Sometimes I personally want to make the conscious and eco-friendly choice, but I don't know how to do better. So I'll research... And sometimes I end up feeling completely paralyzed with guilt. And I say, F it. (laughs) And the guilt rushes in. I can't be the only one. You're traveling. You really, really want to compost while you're traveling. But you don't have a means to do it. Wherever you're traveling, they do not offer composting. So you don't compost. But a lot of people, perhaps you, will feel guilty because you can't compost while you're traveling, but it's not your fault. (laughs) So after reading article after article about eco-guilt, you can take a look at my show notes for the different resources. Many professionals say it's normal to feel guilty, that to some degree guilt motivates people to take action. It helps to maintain social norms, and we shouldn't strive to be guilt-free. While I do agree that guilt can be a driving force to make change, I also feel like there is a fine line. While you might find this emotion motivational and it's sparking a passion in you to do more for the environment, to do more for the planet, to live that eco conscious, eco friendly lifestyle, others may start to feel a sense of shame, consider themselves a bad person for not already doing so. And an example, Could be (laughs) someone could be super motivated because they feel guilty and they end up composting. But then you have another person who forgets to bring their coffee mug to the coffee shop because they spontaneously decided to get a coffee and they're ridden with guilt because they took a disposable cup. While I am always going to advocate to have your reusables in your car with you, life. Happens. And sometimes we forget things. And it's okay if you forgot your reusable mug and you want a coffee or a tea and you take a disposable one one out of a hundred times. And I think that is the difference. So I posted this quote on Instagram not that long ago. And this is what kind of sparked this topic for my podcast this week. I posted, don't feel guilty when you forget your bags or your water bottle or buy something fast fashion. Just think of the times you remembered those items or that you bought from ethical brands. You got this. You don't have to be so hard on yourself. And I think while well, I posted this on Instagram, I did get a handful of people that totally did not agree with me at all. They said that we should feel guilty when we don't protect the environment. We should feel guilty when we shop fast fashion and we forget our mug or our reusable water bottle. And I really, really do not agree with that at all. I know what it's like to live with ego guilt. (laughs) You could ask my husband (laughs) how fun that was for him during that period when I was continuously feeling guilty for doing things that I knew wasn't benefiting the environment feeling guilty that I didn't always have my reusable mug, feeling guilty that I forgot my reusable bag. And I would leave the grocery store and make like four trips with my groceries in my hands. My husband didn't love that. He was like, really, can we just grab a bag? I was like, no, we're not grabbing a bag. I've lived with that ego guilt. It's not fun. Like I said, you can ask my husband how that went. (laughs) It wasn't Awesome. I just, I don't agree because what is being accomplished when we're all walking around feeling guilty and shame for not doing everything, for not doing everything perfect? And to be honest, I would prefer that thousands of people make efforts to bring their reusable mugs as much as possible. I would rather and prefer thousands of people bring their bags and sometimes forget it than just a handful or five people remember to bring their raisables with them. Or I would rather a thousand people compost most of the time than three people do it perfectly. And what is perfect anyway? That's probably another topic for a whole other podcast episode. Like what is being perfect? It's living a green, perfect life because it doesn't exist. Like it doesn't exist. And so I use this example a lot. I eat a vegan diet on and off for the last 11 years. And when I say on and off, just side note, I went back to eating eggs for a while. And I remember following a lot of activists in that space, a lot of vegan activists. And there was that really extreme amount of people that were like, if you eat meat, you're like the worst person on the planet. And again, at that point, I didn't agree with that. And the reason I didn't was because if somebody eats meat at every meal, seven days a week, and then they make the decision to reduce the amount of meat that they're eating. And now they're only eating meat at one or two meals a day. Isn't that a win for the vegan community? I mean, it is in my eyes because less animals are being harmed. Is it perfect? No. Would I rather that people didn't eat meat? Yes, absolutely. But me shaming people into a vegan diet and making them feel like crap because they eat meat, is not going to get them to reduce their consumption of meat. And this is an example I share with so many people because it just illustrates that no one <laughs> is going to eat a vegan diet when I'm rude to them, when I'm shaming them, and when I'm making them feel like crap. But if I embrace them and help them and show them the way, they're more likely to get on board. And I feel the exact same way when it comes with the sustainable lifestyle, when it comes to green living, when it comes to the environment, we can either take someone by the hand and show them that what we have done, or we can make them feel guilty. We can shame them. And then they can internalize all that guilt and feel like crap and say, well, this isn't pleasant. I'm just not going to do anything. And some of you listening might totally disagree with me. And that is okay. This is my perspective on this because I've been the person That has shamed people in the green space, and I have been the person that's been shamed (laughs) and made to feel guilty. So I see both sides. I was that person that would be like, did you know that you can recycle that? Did you know that blah, blah, blah? Did you know that can be composted in that snarky voice? Do you think anybody really wanted to compost when I was snarky like that or learn how to recycle properly when I was snarky? Absolutely not. I wasn't pushing the needle forward to help that person live a more green lifestyle. But if I educate or you educate someone, and like I said, you hold the, not necessarily hold their hand, but you show them that it doesn't have to be super difficult and it doesn't have to be perfect. And you can take small steps forward to live a green lifestyle, be gentle on yourself. People will make change. I was that person that when I decided to live a green lifestyle, that I got rid of everything. I was like, that's toxic. That's toxic. I'm not using plastic anymore. I'm not using those products anymore. I'm only eating organic. I did a 180 in our lifestyle, but the average person will not do that. So I can't expect other people to do that. And I will never expect anyone to live the same lifestyle that I do. I can be really, really hardcore dark green, really hardcore. And then there's like that 5%. That's kind of like the mint green where I'm just like, well, today... I didn't do XYZ. I just think that we have to be gentle on ourselves and gentle on others. And we're all doing the best that we can. And to say that people should feel guilty because they forgot the reusable mug or that they bought fast fashion, I think we need to drop the word should, first of all. <laughs> I just really, truly believe that change happens when we educate and show people how we live our lifestyle versus making them feel guilty or shaming them. So instead of guilting each other about our diets, because I talked about the vegan diet or personal carbon footprint, let's have a look around. Like let's look around and see all the positive things we're doing to make a change. What positive thing have you done today? Did you actually remember your reusable mug? That's a win. That is a win. And you should high five yourself because 12 years ago, I didn't remember my reusable mug. And now I do not leave my house without it because I know there's a chance I might want a tea. I'm always at what if moments. You will get there. Maybe you won't. Maybe you will. But we have to remember we're all on a different journey. And maybe you're starting now where I was 12 years ago. And I applaud you for starting your journey. So again, let's have a look around and see all the positive things that we're doing to make change. How about we challenge brands and corporations and demand that they make change? Why does everything have to fall on our backs? Why can't a coffee shop put in a program of reusable mugs instead of, I don't know, just giving out disposable ones? There are programs, I've seen them. I've seen coffee shops where you pay a dollar or $2 for that reusable mug. And if you don't bring it back, you lose it. Let's challenge companies and corporations and restaurants to make change instead of everything falling on our shoulders as consumers. But keep using that reusable mug. Please keep using that reusable bag. Keep it beside the door, your reusable bag, so you don't forget it. But how about let's join a protest? (laughs) Let's reach out to government officials and support small sustainable organizations and brands and companies that are making real change. Let's drop the eco guilt. We're all doing the best we can. You got this. You're doing a great job. It's time to rid the sustainability movement of guilt altogether and just be really, really proud of what we're achieving right now. For more Green Living inspiration, you can listen to my latest episode, including episode 26, Stop Using Dryer Sheets, which is a short and sweet episode, <laughs> episode 25, Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors, and episode 24, What is Greenwashing? Stay connected with me on Instagram at Green Junkie Podcast, and don't forget to subscribe to the Green Junkie Podcast on the platform you're listening on. If you're curious about zero-waste living, sustainable fashion, or wondering how to Read food cleaning up product labels. I've got you covered. For direct access to me, your green living expert, click the link in the show notes where you can ask me questions and get a customized plan and how you can live a greener life. You can hop on a one-on-one call with me or ask me your questions via email or have a conversation on Voxer, which is a web-based app. I will be your personal green Google and you can pick my brain. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday, Green Junkie.